The Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to this FA Cup third round special edition of the Six Pointer Podcast. I'm host Matthew Tyrrell and I'm joined by my brother... Hello, how you doing? His name is Luke Tyrrell, thanks for introducing yourself. Introduce me, mate. Crystal Palace uh, defeated uh, 1-0, a uh, 10-man Crystal Palace for, what, half an hour or so of the game, I think it was. Um, defeated by Derby County. Um, Palace made five changes uh, to the game um, today, to the lineup. Um it's fair to say, Luke, that we started the first 10-15 minutes quite well and then fell a bit flat and, to be honest, can't really moan with a 1-0 defeat. No, I think on balance of play, probably, I mean, if you look at the whole game, it's probably a fair result. Um, going back to, you know, you mentioned around changes that we made. Um, I think everyone expected Hennessy to come in and after his performance, uh, Brandon Pirik to start, which he did on the, on the, on the, on the wing. It was sort of Wickham up front with... Pirik and AU in sort of like a, a two sort of narrow wide positions either side of him. Maya sitting kind of centrally-ish, and that's the position I think everyone wanted him to, to see him play. Um, and yeah, for ten minutes or so, I think he did very well. I mean, I made the point to you that whilst he looked good, it was against the championship position, a championship opposition where we were. It, during that period of the game probably dominating that's where Mayer's sort of short range of passing and knocking it about sort of did quite quite well um, but after that he faded and then <laughs> I saw someone tweeted that he they didn't think he fancied it when he went off injured because um, then sort of Badabi came into the game didn't they after the first sort of 10-15 minutes and probably with a better team in the in the second half really had the better chances Rooney was Played a strange role where he was almost sitting sort of in a defensive midfield role, him and him and Huddleston, and then he'd sort of come forward and everything went through him, didn't it? I mean, as you as you'd expect. Um But yeah, I think um they deserved their goal when they got it. Uh they they seem to be causing us a lot of problems with diagonal balls into the box that Coyote and, and Cahill um couldn't really deal with, it seemed. I thought Cahill looked a little bit off the pace and that kind of ties in with Roy's comments in the press conference saying um, that he'd only I think he trained one one day this week or maybe two days coming up to the game um, he looked a little bit off the pace but I don't think that was that was you know he's anyway any fault for the goal um, I think if, you, if you're going to have to attribute any blame it's Jara Rediwad who's who gets who gets done um, on the wing crossed over and Chris Martin of all people ex-Paddis player uh, gets his head across, back across Hennessy, and well, I think you said Hennessy could have done better. Well, I just thought he was a bit um, off-footed. It's not probably not the right term, but he was I going just... one way, wasn't he? He had to go back at himself. So I think maybe that's yeah. It was kind of put across him, wasn't it? Um, and he, he kind of Chris Martin got in front of Gary Cahill, I think, and um, sort of got it past Hennessy. I think Palace did start the better, um, and kind of Derby weathered that that initial. Uh, storm, if you like, and I, I guess then, then sort of half time they, they scored up to about half half an hour, didn't they? And then half time came. Um, we didn't really make much of a, a sort of a, a change in performance in the second half. It's probably fair to say. Um, and then the, the sort of the the ten men decision. How did you see that one? 
Well, it was it was a strange one, wasn't it? Because the game was getting a little bit niggly. There was a few fouls from from Derby, which I I thought yeah, overall I thought the ref um, controlled the game pretty well. You know, there was a few that he let go and he let the game flow a little bit. But there was a strange little coming together, wasn't there, between Luca and Huddleston? And it looked to me like Huddleston when he got up misplaced his foot deliberately or whatever and, and almost stood on Luca a tiny little bit it could have been perceived to be an accident um, it was this incident that you show me here and then they were yeah they, and everyone piled in but it looked like they went face to face and and Luca put his, his head into Huddleston um, I, mean, I think initially they were both given yellow cards weren't they and then it was reviewed by the referee um, and then uh one of the things that we haven't seen, yeah, I think mainly because is it the the, the PGMO have, have said that in the Premier League they don't want the game to slow down too much, so they are uh, encouraging referees not to go and look at the screen. We actually saw, you know, the referee go and have a look mm. at the screen and make a decision for himself, um, whether it was you know to sell it or whatever, who knows? Um, but we saw on the big screen afterwards after Luca was given his red card, the actual incident, and it was the right decision. They're stupid idiotic thing to do as Chris Ballas captain to put your head in another man's face what are you doing yeah I think two yellow cards was, was the, the, the right uh, outcome up to the point that he puts his head toward Huddleston and then yeah it's just stupidity isn't it you know there's pushing shoving shirts feet flying around but it's no more than two yellow cards it was 50-50 yeah, yeah. But, but then yeah the minute he puts your head to him that's it he's, he's gone Stupid. and then to be honest after that it's fair to say we didn't really offer much in terms of um, any any um, sort of uh, you know perseverance for a, for a for a draw. I think Rooney for them ran the midfield. It's fair to say sitting sort of just in front of defence. Um, I don't think we have complaints in terms of you know an unfair um, sending off an unfair dis- uh, result. Uh, I think just to be honest with you, Derby came, got their goal and, and did a job. And Palace didn't really offer much and, and didn't do so many favours with a with a with a ten men um, uh, you know outcome. No, but I mean to try and pick on some highlights. Brandon Pierrick in the first sort of yeah. ten, fifteen minutes did quite well. He had that sort of that turn of pace, didn't he? And was able to sort of jink through a few players. And he had that little bit of flair. He was he was a bit like Max May with flair, I thought. Um, but really offered you nothing defensively, and that's something which I, I, I turned to you, didn't I? Sort of halfway through the, the first half, and I said, you know, like, that's the one thing we forget about when you play kids is that it's very exciting when they've got the ball and they're going forward, but defensively they really offer nothing. You know, he's he sort of. He drops back into space, but that's about it. Um, but shout out to Jordan Ayew, who I thought you know played a difficult role today. I think he played up front with Wickham for about ten fifteen minutes, as well as played wide for most of the game. And he was constantly sort of trying to make something happen. But he worked very hard. He did, yeah. And and Wickham was sort of I think towards the end of the game, the ball was lumped up to him a lot, and he wasn't really getting much of the ball, getting much luck in the air. Uh, Jimmy Mack came on and I thought he was superb. I mean, he was unbelievable, wasn't he? I mean, he, he's how how that bloke was even on the subs bench, I don't know. I mean, him, for me, I would have thought him, he would have been rested along with AU. Um, we saw Tompkins come on, obviously, because Reader World went off, didn't he? Uh, that, Sam that's... Woods came on as well and he slotted at left back. So, go on. But I just gonna say, that's, that's the thing, if you look, look back, look back on it now... Uh, okay, Roy made five changes, but I, I, I think, and both you said before the game, we were expecting more, mm. uh, given the injury crisis, given the fact that so many of the the starting eleven have played consistently for a number of weeks now in in a very busy period of fixtures. I think it, also looking at it, you know, we could have done without the game full stop. We could have done without another couple of injuries as well. So Meyer, 
and um, Reader World. Um, and the Lucas suspension. <laughs> and now, yeah, which carry I guess carries into the. Does it? Does it? Is it? Is it only one game because it was a yellow and then a red, or does that VAR decision make it, it a straight it, red? It, it was a straight red, so the, the, it was overturned. Decision was overturned, so it was a straight red card. It wasn't a yellow and a red, um, and it was violent conduct, which I believe is a free game ban. Um, which, <laughs> I mean, I joked to you that's kind of done us a bit of a favour because I thought he's been pretty poor recently, yeah. along with Mayer actually. You know, I mean, if Mayer's injured as well, I'm not not going to lose any sleep about that I mean especially with Cahill coming back into it you know you, you like to think that going forward our, our, our centre-back pairing for the foreseeable is Cahill and Tomkins if they can stay fit you allow Coyote to, to push up and in his, into his best sort of defence midfield sort of a ball carrying role um, one of the few players through the centre I think does that really well for us um, and if he can take Mayer's position who's really for me not really offered much and I'm, I can't really say I'm I'm, I'm Oh yeah, I'm not really crying about that, if I'm honest. So no, I, I'd agree with you in normal in normal circumstances. I just think, given the the lack of players that we've always got to to select from, uh, you know, in particularly in positions like centre back now, um, uh, and, and well, left back in particular as well. I mean, it's, it's it's a bit of a conundrum now. Where do we go from here? But but yeah, a, a disappointing afternoon for Palace at the office. A disappointing couple of more injuries. Uh, and then, um, well, I don't know. Do you want to play Arsenal next week or not? Maybe you do, given where they are at the minute and they haven't really had the, the new manager bounce. Maybe that's an well, opportunity. Well, I mean, their the result wasn't there. The last result probably was their new manager bounce. I don't know how they're getting on in the FA Cup. But they're playing tomorrow night, it might be. Is it, is, I think that might be the night game. Because BBC, I know BBC have got two games, don't they? They've got the, the Dar- Star Derby, which I think is today on the Sunday. And I think on Monday there's a night game in the FA Cup, which I think again is on BBC. I'm not sure if that's Arsenal or not. It's Arsenal Leeds. That might be. That's Arsenal Leeds. Oh, that'll be the game. Okay. Um, so yeah, well, they, they, I think they, the feel-good factor is back to an extent. And I was listening to the Guardian Football Podcast, and they were saying how the atmosphere improved at Arsenal, and the fans have been getting a bit of a lift. Um, and that sometimes that's all you need, really. So probably not the best time to play them, but at the same time, you know. I don't think it's ever a good time to play one of the, if you consider one of the top six, teams. but a bigger, yeah, a bigger team. Um, but it will certainly be interesting to see. I mean, because if it is it Saturday or Sunday lunchtime, I, I don't know. Um, but we've certainly got you know a week almost to uh, prepare for a game, which will be nice, which we haven't had for a while. Is it Saturday? Saturday, lunchtime. Saturday lunchtime. Is it midday? Is it? Yeah, twelve thirty. Yeah, I mean, it gives you a whole week now. Something that we haven't had, you know, because we've had the Boxing Day game, then we had one afterwards, and then and then New Year's Day, and then this game, and it sort of feels like maybe a week of full training might be what we need to reinvigorate the boys, give give a few lads a bit of a chance to recover, and um, you know, we might see a few people come back. Training and or rest. Bit of both, mate. Bit of both. <laughs> Right, so wrap it up there. Uh, disappointing afternoon for Palace. Uh, no cup run this year. Concentrate on the league, as they say. Um, but you know, maybe we haven't got the we haven't got the the players to uh, expend a cup run. So uh, you know, and, and efforts and focus is now hopefully turned to bring in some fresh legs in. Yeah, positive in, in that sense. And that if we can co- concentrate in the league, and you know, we're bringing a few players that we that we're that we're interested in you know it's silly season isn't it everyone's being linked you know Batshuayi on loan and Ch- St. Tussin as well and there's all these rumours going around Palace don't really do anything to the last minute today in the, in the January win- window so we'll wait and see what happens but if we can make some decent additions no distractions in the cup you know maybe this is the year we can we can push on a higher than 10th and let's see where we can go and you know we beat our 
best ever Premier League points title last year. Let's let's try and beat it again this season. With zero players to uh, to work from. Well, well yeah. done, Roy. As long as you've got James McCarthy in there getting booked every week, I'm happy. Exactly. Sir Roy Hudson definitely deserves a knighthood for this. Well, do you know he's already a Finnish knight? In Finland, he's a, he's a knight, so he just needs an English knighthood. So technically, well, he still is a knight. Well, there you go. So I'm going to call him Sir, Sir Roy go. from now on. There you go. Uh, so thank you to everyone for listening. Thanks to Luke for his uh, expert analysis as always. Uh, we'll be back uh, with a uh, double header for the Arsenal game. So I think we'll do a preview and a, uh, a post. I'm setting us up here. Um, you have to turn up early, then, won't you? Because it's a 12:30 kickoff. You have to get a pretty sharpish, mate. Right. Well, maybe we won't do a pre then. We'll see how we go. Uh, thanks, everyone. Have a good week, and we'll catch you soon at the Palace. At the Palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. Uh-huh.